0: Hey everyone, Matt Luzonera is here, your host and founder of The Good and the Dad. Guess what? It's election day. Some bit of crazy times we're living in here, and uh, just wanted to kind of do a quick recording here, and you know, just talk about what's going on, and you know, some different feelings and, and things I'm experiencing, and and you know, what I'm going through, and I'm sure there's some people that can relate to that, whether you're white, black, different race, different ethnicity, different religion. Um, different different views, right? Um, again, interesting times, you know. I woke up this morning, uh, kind of went through the same routine, right? Went to the bathroom, got my son up out of bed, got him dressed, or my wife got him dressed, um, and uh, thought to myself, as I'm getting him in the car uh, this morning to go to my in-laws, thought to myself, well, you know, could this be... A day that, irregardless of what way it goes, you know changes our trajectory and changes the history and the path that we 're all on uh, collectively and individually. Um, you know I you know as i 'm driving down the road, you know we live out in the country uh, over here in, in, in western New York and you know i 'm driving down the road, and for some reason, I notice uh, more than usual. Um, trucks driving around with, you know, big Trump flags and Trump 2020 and, uh, no more bullshit and and just, you know, different, different, uh, different things, um, showing their support of, of who they politically, uh, politically support, um, and it hit me, um, and, and I had this pit in my stomach and, um... As I'm driving with my son in the back, I'm just thinking to myself, is this this world, is this country, uh, are we on the right path? (laughs) Um, Lately, no. The last almost four years, for me, independently, as an individual, um, I don't believe so. You know, I, I I read a lot of things and I watch some stuff um, in regards onto to, you know, in, in social media when it's a, a neutral view. Um, sometimes I'll watch uh, the news, which I try to stay away from. And I think about, you know, the things that are being portrayed and the stories that are being told and, you know, people's point of views. And I think we can all agree that... Um, it's okay to have our differences and it's okay to politically disagree, right? If, you know, and I'll, I'll come out and write and say this, I'm a Democrat. Um, you know, if I'm I'm speaking to somebody who's a Republican and, you know, they're telling me that um, they don't believe that the Democratic ways in regards to education is, uh, is right and that's why they're voting Republican. And in any other normal presidential election, I'd say to you, Great, awesome, perfect. Do what you got to do. But right now, when I think about what is going on, what the deep-rooted issues are that we are seeing and that some of us are experiencing on multiple levels, um, I'm finding it hard to to find, you know, that term of agree to disagree and just say, yeah, okay, yeah, like I don't, I don't, I don't agree with you, but I maybe see where you're coming from. Um, You know, I I, I got an influx of text messages and emails and, um, you know, social media posts about today and how it's making people nervous and how it's giving people anxiety and that they took the day off and that they already started drinking in the morning and um, (laughs) a bunch of different stuff. And, you know, I started having some some conversations with in individuals, uh, and, and I won't name those individuals, but um, from from different views, right, that aren't necessarily the same as mine, or might be the same of mine, same as mine, but um, in just different ways. Uh, and you know, one person said to me, "Well, um, you know, my vote is because I care about my children's education first and foremost, and that's why." I'm voting for Trump. And I said to myself, fair enough, but when we're thinking about the deep-rooted issues and the things that are going on right now, um, I'm finding it really difficult to understand how one can sit here and s- I guess blindly um, sweep under the rug again, the deep-rooted issues that we've got going on. Um, Yes, I have a son, two and a half years old, not in school yet, but education will be crucial and huge and so important between my wife and I and how we raise our child and his, his education that he's getting. But what I also know, too, is that maybe I'm being a little... Over the top or excessive about this, but education at the end of the day is going to mean absolutely nothing if my son, who's a mixed race child who looks white but has a black father, may not be able to go to school again. Is that going to happen? Are we going to go back to segregation days? Are we now, yes, there's laws put in place that don't allow that, but the mentality of What's going on at the White House, for me, it makes me feel like that. It makes me feel like if this election doesn't go the way I want it to, or the way I think a lot of Americans don't want it to go, or want it to go, um, there are some serious repercussions that are going to play out from this. And I don't mean in politics. I mean in how we treat humans and how humans are treated and how individuals who are continuously being oppressed and excluded and racially profiled and racial biases and bigotry and all of these negative connotations and in, in terms, um, these are a reality, you know? I think... Again, I can only speak for myself, but I don't feel safe. Do I need to go out and hoard food and, and you know, hoard supplies in preparation of potentially something civil, a civil outbreak happening? Do I just continue living my life in hopes that uh, things will just go away, because I think that's a big part of the problem in our society in general, is that there's a lot of individuals who think that after the election, Black Lives Matter will go away, or after the election, racial profiling will go away, or racial biases will go away, or, uh, you know, these campaigns of, that, you, know, so, you know, so-called campaigns that people are claiming Black Lives Matter is, um, will just go away. Their agenda will just stop. Um, for a white person, it's easy to say. It's easy to say, "Oh yeah, your campaign's done with." Oh yeah, um, you know, just go back to, to to how we were living life. As a, a white privileged individual, you have the luxury and the privilege of saying those types of things. As someone who is a person of color, as someone who is part of the LGBTQ plus community, as somebody who, even. To say, as for gender equality and so being a woman in certain areas of our country, do not have that ability, do not have their voices heard, do not have the platforms to to make a difference, so brings us back to the point of get out there and vote, you know um, i i I keep thinking about my son, and I keep thinking about. The things that I'm doing, right, so hosting this podcast and having, you know, in-depth talks with family and friends and with strangers about really sensitive, um, complicated, and uncomfortable conversations, you know, and facts and topics that we're talking about, but is that going to make a change? Is that going to make a change, and is that going to put us on the road to progress for my son, for our younger generation's? for the children who aren't even on this earth yet Um, I hope and I'm not religious but I hope to God that um, we're on the right path and I think it is so crucial and it is so important for all walks of life for all individuals on an individual level and on a collective level To come to the table, to have conversations, to listen, to learn, to educate, and to be genuine with one another about the true deep-rooted issues that are going on in our country. I have come across a lot of individuals who are willing to shove propaganda in your face and are willing to say that President Trump isn't a racist, but then they're voting for Trump because of... X and Y, but don't care about the racial issues that are going on in our country. Maybe President Trump isn't a racist, maybe he is. To me, it doesn't matter because his actions speak louder than his words. Think about that. He's had opportunities on national television to condemn white supremacy. And not once has he done so. Stand back and stand by, he says. Right? Stand back and stand by. To me, as a black person, as a Puerto Rican, and even as a white person, to me, that is a message of be ready for things to go down. Be ready. For when I tell you when, you go. But yet, there are still people out there who think that President Trump isn't a racist. And that he condemns racism. And that he doesn't provoke racism. And that he cares about people. Because he's implementing a $500 million bill that's going to go to the African American Communities. And I know that this podcast was not started and is not going to continue to be on the the preface of President Trump and what he's about because there are bigger issues as well outside of President Trump. But I needed to make sure that I talked about why I think he is poking the bear. And why I think that we are on the brink of, some, of civil unrest. Do I think that a civil war is going to break out? I don't know. I hope not. But what I can tell you again as a black individual, as a colored man, living in an area that is predominantly Republican, where I, when I drive out on my road, where I look outside my house, I have trucks flying by at 90 miles per hour with a 8 by 8 Make America Great Trump flag again and I think to myself about my safety I think about my wife who's white, her safety for my son who looks white but is a mixed race child safety you know I I think back to you know when you know eight months ago, seven months ago when when we really started you know things started gearing up in regards to Black Lives Matter and, you know, know, George Floyd and Ahmad Arby, you know, I thought about putting a flag out on, you know, on my house and I thought about putting a yard sign out out my house. But then my immediate reaction to that is I can't do that because I live in a society and I live in a community where I feel like I'm going to be targeted because I have something that supports Black Lives Matter or supports that science is real. And this is not a political podcast. This is not a podcast that was designed to sit here and bash political figures and to bash um, presidents. But in this day and age, in this political election, in this presidential election, there is a massive spotlight on those topics. And I need to talk about those things. I need to get them off my chest. I need people to hear what it's like to be a black individual living in society today. Don't tell me that I shouldn't judge you when I don't judge you, but when you're not willing to have a constructive conversation with me about, not politics, but with about the true issues that are going on in regards to race, inclusion, diversity, equality, right? When we talk about those things and you're not willing to come to the table and you're not willing to have an educated conversation, to me, that tells me that you either A, don't care, B, are just flat out a racist and a bigot, and you truly don't care, or see that you think that this is just going to go away again. Well, what I can tell you guys is this isn't going away. This is here. It's in our faces. And I think that we should embrace it right now. And we should have these conversations that make us uncomfortable, that make us squirm in our seat, that make us ponder and wonder about the things that we're doing in our own individual lives and start to make people question themselves, start to make people wonder if they've been part of the problem or if they've been part of the solution. We always hear that term, silence is violence, right? And I don't think violence necessarily means that you are doing physical harm to somebody. But as we've seen, there's people being killed in the streets and there are individuals being silent about it. So we need to think about, on an individual level, what we are going to do, what we are doing to help. Think about it. My my next thing I want to talk about a little bit is, you know, what these next couple days and what these next couple of weeks and maybe even months or maybe even years look like. I don't know. Um, as a mixed race, particularly black individual in today's society, um, my thoughts, again, are that there's going to be civil unrest and that... I'm going to go out to the supermarket and I'm going to run into that same individual I've run into before who has Nazi memorabilia and swastikas and SS stickers all over his truck and trailer who walks around with clothing that has swastikas on it. For him to look at me, and this happened, folks, To look at me while I'm carrying my son in my arms. And pardon my language. But to call me a fucking piece of shit. And I think we all know the real reason why he was saying that. And I think we all know what he truly would have liked to have said to me. But that just so happened to be the words he used towards me. Our world. Our country. Our communities. In our society and people should not have to endure those types of things. though That type of hate. That type of deep-rooted, disgusting behavior. And once again, for the people that don't experience this. That have the privilege to not experience this. I pose one question to you. And I think... You can only answer it, yes or no. And this comes from a friend of mine, and she'll know exactly who, who she is when I pose this question. Her dad once asked her, years and years ago, in today's world, and this is years and years ago, so think about it. asking it today. In today's world, would you want to be a person of color or be black? If you lived in today's world, today's society, would you want to be a person of color or be black? If your answer is no, then you need to understand that there is a serious, serious issue going on in our society. If your answer is yes, then you are already doing something to help make a change, to help get us towards progress. And when I say us, I don't necessarily just mean people of color or black people. I mean the LGBTQ plus communities. I mean the, the gender equality communities. So when we're speaking about male and female, and obviously there's other terms that fall under the LGBTQ plus community. Think about it, right? If your answer is no, then you need to do some serious surveying and you need to really start thinking about how you can make a change and make a difference. Folks, that's all I have today for you. I hope that um, everyone has a smooth voting process. I hope that everyone gets out and votes. Your voice and your vote is the most important thing that we all have collectively right now. Right now, we are all equals in the sense of you can actually get out there and vote and make a difference. You can make a change. You can put us on the road to progress and understand that there are people that are hurt, that are sad, that are angered, that aren't even here anymore, who no longer have a voice to voice their opinion, to voice their vote. So please, go out and vote. Make a difference. And after today, I ask you to do something to make a difference. Have a conversation with a peer. Have a conversation with a stranger. Have a conversation at work. Have a conversation at home with your loved ones. Have the conversation. Because I promise you, when you put yourself in that situation, you will get something so beautiful and so productive and so valuable out of that conversation that that is our duty and that is your right. So I leave this with you guys. Let's not forget that what's important is that we start to listen, learn, and educate one another while being genuine. I'll see you all in my next episode on The Good and the Dead.